Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast, where we're serving up gospel-fueled courage to the Christian woman to remain faithful in her calling. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. Lexi and Jordan here. Hello, hello. We're going to be discussing um, all things clothing, your family, yourself, and laundry today because you may not know it, but Proverbs 31 does mention this. (laughs) (laughs) I can't find it at the moment, but it talks in there about how she is able to uh, clothe her family and her, isn't it her uh, servants also? I know. So, um, but yeah, in the, you know, we keep doing the series of all these like super practical things that we are called to, but it's like, we, nobody really talks about cooking mm -hmm. and cleaning and decorating and clothing. So anyways, this is part of our little series. I really do think clothing specifically and laundry is overlooked so much, but it's at least for me, I have to be thinking about it all day long, especially now that we have more kids and therefore it is a truly practical topic to be talking about. Yeah. And honestly, laundry is probably like, I don't mind putting it in and like, I enjoy putting good smelling fabric softener, like that part's okay. But the folding and the putting away is my enjoyed (laughs) household chore to do. I think it's mine too. It's mine too. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, um, I like I think the I feeling. Go ahead. I think I mentioned in the book, um, I don't remember what it's called, Keeping House or something, how she basically boils down homemaking to three things. And one of the three things is making sure the people under your roofs have clean clothing. Yeah. And it, it, I think on the days when everything is going super duper crazy, it is so helpful to remember like food and clothing. That's yeah. it. <laughs> important. Um, so yeah, she said, it says she's not afraid of snow for her household for all our household are clothed in scarlet. She makes bed coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Um, she also makes linen garments and sells them. Um, she delivers sashes to the merchants. So there's a lot in here about clothing. Um, Mm -hmm. it also says strength and dignity are her clothing. So Mm. there's a portion of this also that she's not just clothed with scarlet but she also is clothed in strength and dignity. Um, and there's another one that says something about where her clothing is. Um, no, I can't remember what it said. I read it up a little bit, but, um, but anyways, just the spiritual portion of this, that as we are clothing our families and ourselves, that we are first clothing ourselves with God's word and immersing mm-hmm. ourselves in um, the truth of his word and that making us strong. Yeah. Yeah. I've just noticed such a difference these last few weeks of being home. Like the days that I'm not, I have been in my Bible so much more just because I'm seeing way more than ever the connection between like anxiety and not being in the word. Not even anxiety necessarily, but I feel like more than ever we're being inundated with lies Mm -hmm. and things that could potentially be anxiety inducing. So like just having to be in the word to really recalibrate my heart and where truth comes from, not letting myself go overboard with the news. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. She dresses herself with strength. That's what I was going to say earlier. That was Mm. the other thing she dresses herself with. She clothes, she clothes strength and dignity and she dresses herself with strength. Um, so yeah, exactly. Like if we were just finding truth from our surroundings, 
our hearts would be so chaotic right now. Mm -hmm. And, and the temptation is there for that to happen for sure. Like, yeah. Um, even right now in reading Jeremiah, like it's so important (laughs) just to make the time to stop and read Jeremiah and find, okay, what's God saying here Mm -hmm. (laughs) and focusing on that. Who is God in this? Mm -hmm. And, um, seeing that is important more far more important than finding the updates on what's happening with the coronavirus today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think some people too can act like um clothing their family is beneath them or like laundry. Oh, I mean I know I get that attitude because I don't like it very much, but mm-hmm. even just considering how we mimic the Lord in that in the sense that yeah. he provided the first clothing for the um for the first humans, Adam and Eve, and how even that was like a redemptive thing that was happening. There was blood that was being shed so that they could be covered. (laughs) Yeah. So just like finding helpful um, things to meditate on like that really honestly just improve the day in and day out-ness of keeping up with laundry. (laughs) Um, I always have liked the verse, uh, the verse, look at the lilies, the field. Um, Mm -hmm. that toil or spin yet Solomon and all of his glory was not dressed like one of these. Yeah. Um, And just how, how amazing it is that something with such great beauty, it says, God, God does that. And, Mm -hmm. and nothing can compare to the provision that God has provided for the lilies of the field. And Mm -hmm. so if we're thinking about like, how can we mimic God and clothing our family? Like God does an awesome job at the things Mm -hmm. that you close um, like you said, with Adam and Eve, like he covered their shame. He covers our shame. Um, but then also he does far more than that. Like he has blessed his people. Um, and and I think that that maybe is something to think about <laughs> when we are clothing our families, that we mm-hmm. go above the just bare minimum, <laughs> like that we don't just clothe our children with um, only worn out things because it's mm-hmm. cheap or a hand-me-down or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like I'm all about hand-me-downs and that will definitely be my tip in this is to find some hand-me-downs. <laughs> but um, like that we want our children to be clothed with dignity as well, mm-hmm. that we want to see um, them as the Lord sees them. And um, yes, you know, they don't have an option, <laughs> especially when they're little as to yeah. what they have on. Um, so like making sure that we are um, helping them to be clothed in dignity too. Oh yeah. That's a really good way to put it. Uh, Well, and I think too, unfortunately, I mean, it shows what the parent thinks about the child if they're not willing to put them in a nicer outfit, say for church, or Mm -hmm. if they're running around all day in pajamas. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I agree. I don't want to overstep my boundaries here necessarily, but there there definitely is something culturally that we are we are saying something with our clothing. And so we need to really be thinking about that. And I mean, I have boys. They are dirty 24/7, yeah. but yeah. the thing is, church is different. Yeah. They're going to get their hair brushed, they're going to put on a clean outfit, yeah. save some clothes just for Sundays and let them be boys the rest of the time. But yeah. we have to think through like the appropriateness of the clothing and what is the clothing being used for, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, um, what are some of your tips then, I guess, like where do you get clothes for your kids? Do you have certain places that you get clothes for your kids or is it just kind of a, wherever you find them? 
sometimes, okay. So if there is stuff that I see, I'm like, okay, yeah, that would be good and helpful. I buy it along the way, but usually more often than not, what happens is I, so last year I started using actually Paige has a clothing inventory on her blog. And that was really helpful hmm. for me to do like a one stop shop sort of thing. And then I could get anything else I couldn't find online. Um, um, That's so, cool. so, so you see me, yeah. it's just like a list of like spring, this is what a kid would need. Um, not so much more, okay. more of like, um, you should have five pants to rotate through for the, for the week. Okay. You should have two t-shirts. You should have two church shirts. You should have five sweaters, that sort of a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. So that was really helpful for me. I tend to go towards more like basic type things so they can mix and match more often. I don't, I'm not a fan of like patterns or like cartoony type things mm -hmm. because they don't mix and match. Therefore I have to have more clothing. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, but I, especially as the boys have gotten older, I don't even have many hand-me-downs anymore from Ari to Ira mm -hmm. because they're just so rough on their clothing. Yeah. And I have found at least here, it's actually really hard to go find nice thrifted stuff for the boys. So I always will go through hand-me-downs if someone gives me hand-me-downs, but mm -hmm. thrift stores are honestly a waste of time for like day-to-day -day clothing. I do go there every winter to get um, like outdoor winter gear, mm -hmm. but for like t-shirts and stuff, I just, I, I just usually like to go to like Target and um, Old Navy. I'm trying to think of where did I go? I think I got Daphne some stuff at Ross this last winter that I was really impressed by. I like H&M because they have a lot of um, basics that are meant to be mixed yeah. and matched. Mm -hmm. So, but um, yeah, I just, boys go through clothing so fast. <laughs> yeah. So we have two boys also mm. and well, you have three boys now, but we have two boys and um, we have just been really blessed like our entire time being parents that there has always just been someone that's like, Hey, do you guys yeah. have some hand-me-downs? And yeah, that's awesome. it is such a blessing. Um, so if you are in a church family and you need clothes, I would recommend just like asking your pastor's wife, um, Hey, do you know anyone in the church that has children and maybe they're done having children now that they would, yeah. wouldn't mind giving hand-me-downs to someone. And, um, and then I'm sure that they would be able to connect you with someone. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, that has just been such a huge, huge blessing and just an area of God's provision. So I would definitely like ask that first. Um, if you mm -hmm. don't have someone already that is just giving you hit me downs and if you are done having children, then I would, um, say, you know, seek out someone in your church that you think might be interested in getting the hit me downs from you and mm -hmm. to pass that blessing along because it's seriously like you can go to target and you can go to H and M and all that stuff. And, you know, spend a hundred dollars or whatever, and it will give you a small amount of clothes. But when you get hand-me-downs, people will give you like a tote full of clothes that yeah. would be probably more like 500 or a thousand dollars worth of clothes, yeah. you know, just like tons and tons of clothes. Um, cause it's like all of their children's clothes for that year, you know, that mm -hmm. someone has probably given them some of, and it just compiles. So Anyways, um, hand-me-downs have been huge and amazing in our life. Um, but like you said, it is hard with the second because they, it just gets worn out. Um, yeah. Uh, so there is one brand that I really like that has held up literally Cyril is still wearing some of the stuff and it was given to me after my cousin's son. So Cyril's a fourth boy wearing this stuff uh -huh. and it's that Bowdoin brand. Hmm, I haven't seen that. 
It's hey, it's a Nordstrom it. brand, but I I honestly I love it. I love it. How do you spell it? Bowden. B o d e n. Yeah, Bowden. Okay. All right. Um. So for us, I I do go thrift store shopping fairly frequently, and it's just kind of like a part of our life. I'll like pop, I have one favorite thrift store that's in Carterville, and I'll just like pop in every other week or so, make a quick round, and see if there's anything. And we have found a lot of really great stuff that way that has been really beneficial. But I feel like with boys, if they have a good pair of jeans, like one solid pair of jeans that are like a nice pair of jeans and one solid mm-hmm. pair of tennis shoes, then you can make them look cute with a million different outfits. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> boys need one good pair of cool shoes and one good pair of cool jeans and they are set um, and they can look cute. And uh, so anyways, we've kind of been like that with the boys, like making sure whatever size they're in, they have a solid pair of jeans that they look styling in and a good pair of shoes. Um, and then like, as far as shirts, it's, and such a big tip for, from me is learn how to do basic alterations for your family, because Mm. I can go to the thrift store and maybe it's like an eight size eight shirt and I can make it fit ransom (laughs) if he needs that kind of shirt. Like if he needs a button up shirt, I can find a shirt that's a little bit too big and sew it up a little bit. And he has a shirt for now. So that has been, um, really, really helpful with our family because I'm able to find if it's like a nice shirt that I know that this Mm -hmm. is a nice shirt and worth me putting some effort into it to make it fit someone, then I can go ahead and grab that if it's an amazing deal and make it fit whoever it needs to fit in the moment if they need that now. Um, And I do the same thing for Jared and I too with clothing. If there's like a nice, whatever it may be, I will go ahead and grab it no matter the size and just make it fit us. That's cool. I, I remember Brian asked me to hem his pants um, a couple months ago and I was just terrified to do it because they were his really nice suit pants. So we had spent a lot of money on, mm-hmm. but it was also going to be expensive to take them and get them altered. Yeah. So figured it out and he looks nice in them. Did you just hand sew them? Um, yes, I did. That's what I do yeah. with suit pants. I just hand sew them. Yeah. And yeah. honestly, it's kind of one of those things that it's like, unless you are a professional, no one's going to know the difference. No. No one's going to look at the inside of your husband's slacks and see, <laughs> no, what the, exactly. see what the sewing looks like. As long as they're the right length, then you're fine. Um, and it's yeah. the same with suit jacket sleeves too. Like you mm-hmm. pin them up and hand sew them. Yeah. It's really fine. Um, and in case there's any seamstress out there or people who know how to sew, they're like, I wonder how she does that. So if someone, if like my kid, if I get him a shirt that is too big, I'll just have him put it on inside out. And then I'm just going to pin it to where it fits, where it seems like it would fit him. And then I just sew along that line and that's how I make it fit him. Oh, and you just cut out like the extra fabric. Yep. yep. Are, so are you, are you pinching it around where the seams already are? Yep. Okay. That makes, that yep. totally makes sense. And then. I have a serger. So I just, sur- I will surge off, you know, my seam so that it mm-hmm. doesn't unravel. But anyways, it's just like a really super easy and quick way to make something fit someone a little better. Hmm. Okay. So I, you could just use a zigzag stitch, right? Go over it a couple times. Yeah. And you can use, um, pinking shears. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Depending on what kind of fabric it is. Yeah. And a lot of sewing machines actually have like a surge stitch option. Um, like mine, I'm looking at mine right now and mine, my sewing machine actually has that surge stitch option, but yeah, you can just, you can just, I'll have to send you a picture of the stitches that mine does and you can tell me which one is the surge. Okay. Okay. (laughs) And, um, some fabric, like for my clothes, if I'm sewing something up for myself, 
a lot of fabrics don't fray out. So I'm like, I don't really care. Like I, it doesn't mm-hmm, bother mm-hmm. me to just have like a raw edge inside my shirt. Yeah. Um, as long as I know my seam was pretty tight and that it's not going to come out or anything. I'm not, it's not a huge deal to me, but for the boys, especially they're rough on stuff. And I know that if I don't surge it or zigzag it, it may come out. The seam may st- break or whatever. There was a gal, I was just reading a blog last night. I think it was like a high-waisted wool, um, red wool skirt from Banana Republic that she got thrifted, but she didn't like how high the slit came up. Yeah. So she like, I didn't fully read the instructions, but she like opened the slit all of the way and then she sewed a cute red pattern fabric along the seams so that when she was walking, it showed the little bit of the pattern underneath. It was adorable. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. So yeah, there's plenty of quick, easy ways to fix things. So um, if you don't have the means right now to go out and get some things that your family needs, I would recommend just like asking someone in your life to teach you some basic stitching skills on a sewing machine mm-hmm. and hand sewing. And you can do a lot and make some stuff yeah. go really far. Cause it, that's, that's the hardest thing about thrifting. It's like, Oh, I found this amazing. Like you said, a banana Republic, this or that, or like a Patagonia jacket, but it's way too big. Um, and you can just easily make it fit you if you know how to sew a little bit. So that's, I feel like that's a really helpful way to um, get nicer things rather than just mm-hmm. like this fits. So this is the mm-hmm. one I'm get. I think what I do too is I, the things that I know I'm going to care about or that I know I really want my family to have, like I like my family having wool undergarments and I like them having specific water gear in the summer and spring. So that's the sort of stuff I'm willing to go Blurred find. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But whereas other stuff, I'm, I'm just way more flexible with it. Or I know that people are more likely to give me that as a hand-me-down. I don't necessarily spend the time or yeah. effort going to look for other stuff, I guess. Right. Right. And sometimes there's a situation that arises where it's like, Ransom did this over the summer. I, I swear he like woke up and no shoes fit him anymore. Oh yes. <laughs> it was yes. the weirdest thing. It's like, you wore all these yesterday and now suddenly today, none of your shoes fit. <laughs> How did this happen? Um, so yeah, that was a day it was like, well, we are today we are going to buy shoes. And it's like, yeah. I didn't find any by chance up until that point. It's always good to keep an eye out. Um, yeah. Your kids will keep growing. They will just keep growing. Yeah. So a lot of times if I do find something that's nice, like especially shoes or any clothes, if we don't need them in that moment, it's say I found a nice pair of jeans thrifted and they're too big. I just have a stash in a closet downstairs where it's like, mm-hmm. these are the size sevens or whatever. Whenever we get mm-hmm. there, they're ready for them. Um, to just have all, everything organized and ready. Um, so that when they yeah. get there, they're ready for that. But I hadn't found shoes, um, that he was ready for, um, in that moment. So we had to go out and get shoes mm-hmm. and that happens. It's like kids grow. Yeah. That totally, that happened to us recently where uh, Ari was going to go skiing with a grandparent and I think his, I don't know what happened to his jacket. Legitimately don't know what happened to his jacket, but he had it for a few years. So I was kind of like, well, we need to go to target and get you one. And I did end up finding one on clearance, but did you end up getting the Carhartt or Bernie? Oh yes. So what happened? Okay. So I got him a puffy from target and Mm -hmm. he went skiing and then wore it outside one other time and ripped it immediately. Yeah. And that happened to the jacket that he lost he had to replace it same style of jacket. So we did end up getting them Carhartts, which again was a splurge. Yeah. But the thing is our kids are outside so much that it's better to spend the amount on one nicer jacket. And I just made sure to buy two sizes up for both boys and they love them. Oh yeah. Love them. Heavy canvas Carhartt ones. Yep. Yeah. 
That's what the Bernie jacket is, or the Bernie, um, we have Carhartt jacket that we got hand-me-down, but we have a Bernie um, coverall suit thing, and okay. we really like it. And yeah. Valor has the Carhartt overalls. And we yeah, like, I could not figure out. I was like, why do I see so many of these families of boys wearing Carhartts all the time? I don't understand. They look like they're little they're working like indestructible. And now I, yes, exactly. I'm like, oh yeah, it's because they're boys. They're seriously indestructible. Like you can, I don't even think that a kid could cut it with scissors. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> it is very heavy canvas. Um, but one thing I've been thinking about, I haven't done this before, but our, we have a Dick Sporting Goods and they do mm-hmm. like a summer sale on coats. That mm. they do like um, a tent out in the summer. It's seriously like in the middle of July, super hot outside in a tent out in their parking lot. And they put all their coats out there and they're all on sale. And this year I'm actually going to go. I've always avoided it because mm. it's, like, it's so hot. I do not want to go in that vinyl tent right now. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to bite the bullet because there was a lady in our church that both of her kids had like adorable, I think they were North Face, that they were like the really adorable, um, it looked like a teddy bear North Face. Jacket. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. And I was like, those are so cute. And she told me that she got those at the summer sale. So I was like, okay, I'm going to have to bite the bullet and go this time and have the forethought to think about that my kids will be wearing coats this winter. Isn't it so weird? I always do this where I find something that's a really good price, but I just literally can't imagine the world ever getting back to that season again, if that makes sense. So I'm like, oh, I won't ever need this because it's never going to be fall again. I know. It's just so weird. I know. My Jared's the exact same way too. He's like, (laughs) because uh, there was a pair of boots at H&M recently and I was like we should just grab these boots they were on clearance for like eight dollars I think I was like we should grab these boots he's like it's about to be warm out I'm like it's okay they're a size too big <laughs> he will wear it it will get cold <laughs> but yeah, yeah that's so funny, that's so funny. it's true whenever it's hot outside it's like I can't imagine that I would ever want to put a coat on mm-hmm. or when you're <laughs> cold it's like shorts why never a swimsuit <laughs> never <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. Okay, moving into laundry now, the topic that neither one of us really love. <laughs> okay, yeah. so I have gone through stages of making my own laundry detergent. I saw that you recently made your own laundry detergent. Mm-hmm. How's that going for you? Um, it's going pretty well, although I'm wondering if the fat content in it it has something to do with the stinkiness i just i don't know exact the thought just crossed my mind as we were saying that i was like i wonder Mm -hmm. if it's making her washing machine stink (sighs) i don't know i keep playing around with it and it's not as bad as it was but it's still and then sometimes i can't even smell it but then sometimes i can so i don't okay so the week this happened it sounded like the flood in Noah's Ark was happening in my laundry room in the drain. And I told Brian, I was like, I'm pretty sure the laundry room flooded during nap time today. Don't know what happened, but it hasn't happened since, but it has smelled since. So I don't know. Something. Do you think I don't it know. like overflowed? Is that what you mean? I, I genuinely don't know. So we're like, our property is the top of a hill and there's a Creek at the bottom of the hill. I don't know. I know nothing about topography or anything but something weird happened in there and then afterwards it smelled (laughs) do you have a floor drain is that what you're talking about yeah and brian pulled it out and he cleaned back there and everything but it still hasn't really changed much have you tried like pouring some bleach down that floor drain oh no maybe Maybe i'll do that that floor drain maybe there's something yucky in there that's true i didn't think about that i'm yeah i'm gonna try that i know anyway so laundry um, have you ever, you know what I've been wondering about, you know how people use those, um, 
like I don't know what they are. Are they wool balls? Yeah. Yep. For like mm-hmm. fabric softener instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but I've just seen this happen. Have you used those before? Um, I don't. My mom uses them. I don't use them. We when when Ari was diagnosed with asthma, they did tell us to stop using dryer sheets. So I just haven't ever used anything. But yeah, I know tons of people that use them and they put like little essential oils on them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I want to try it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm just a sucker for things smelling good. So I'm always like, uh. oh yeah, you could do it. You could put some okay, essential oils on there. Okay. Okay. Maybe you know the brand that. I have the brand that sticks with my stuff, even after it um, dries, is that Zoom brand. Have I told you about that before? No. Oh, my lands. Oh. It is amazing. And I like the frankincense and myrrh one that they only sell at Christmas time. But um, if Zoom? you can get, actually, they might have it on Amazon. Yeah, Zoom, okay. Z-U-M. Oh. oh, maybe you have told me about that. Yeah. Um, they carry it at most natural like grocery stores and stuff, but the scent is they're just so good and they stick with it after drying. I will pull something out that I have not washed for a couple of years since I used that and it will still smell. It's amazing. And it's just the laundry soap. It's not fabric softener. Um, I don't, I don't know if they have fa- fabric softener, but it's laundry soap. They have candles, they have room spray, right. they have lotion. You know, it's not that expensive. I imagined it to be oh, more expensive and it's not too bad because hmm. is that, is that like a clean brand? Um, it's not, well, let's, what's your definition of clean? <laughs> I wouldn't consider it clean, but um, it is probably more natural than like going just with a tide or something. I don't know. I haven't even tide. used, because Brian's skin is sensitive, so I haven't even used like a regular laundry detergent for so long that I don't even know the brand names anymore. How is he doing with the, Tide? Yeah, Tide. How is he doing with the um, homemade kind? Because my dad can't do the homemade kind because the borax and stuff irritated his skin. Oh, he's been fine with it. Well, that's good. So that frankincense and myrrh is, yeah, a pretty good price. Added it to my wish list. I'm going to try that one next. Okay, sorry. (laughs) I'm trying to nurse a baby. That's okay. Are you on Amazon? Is that where you're looking? Yeah, I looked on Amazon. It wasn't a bad price at all. Huh. Yeah, it smells so good. You should keep an eye out. Well, I don't know. Do you have Sprouts? What? Do you have a Sprouts grocery store? Oh, no, I don't. I've never even heard of that. Oh, okay. 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 They put that whole line on sale right after Christmas every year. And I stock up for the whole year. Cool. I want to try that. Um, I have just been getting, um, like a free and clear. I get different ones every time. Sometimes I do like arm and hammer free and clear. Sometimes I do Mm -hmm. like tide free and clear. Um, but now that I am following a little less toxic, (laughs) the next time that I buy, my laundry detergent and all that kind of stuff. I'm going to do a little more research into it and see what I want to buy. But um, I did, I got, I was going to look up what it was. It's Downy Natural Blends, the lavender, and it smells mm-hmm. really, really good. But it's mm. probably, and I get that on Amazon too, and it's a good price. But like, I, like it says it's plant-based, you know, it's all this stuff that you're like, what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. You know, but, <laughs> uh, oh, this one's Honey Lavender and it smells awesome. And it is... Two. On Amazon, it's two 44-ounce bottles for 10 bucks, so it's, like, a good price for sure. Oh, but that's not bad. And it smells awesome. Like, my whole laundry room smells really good whenever I do laundry because of it. Ooh. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like I am not the best at laundry, 
Um, I'm not the worst, <laughs> but I mean, I do laundry <laughs> frequently, but I feel like I'm not just like a laundry expert. Some people, my mom is excellent at laundry. Um, my mother-in-law also is excellent at laundry. And sometimes whenever she watches our, watches our kids, she does my laundry and I come back and it's all folded and everywhere. And it's amazing. Like, oh, that's nice. A magical fairy. Do um, you, uh, do you hang dry anything? I have like certain sweaters that I'll lay flat to dry. Um, I have some nicer leggings that I will hang dry. Jared's jeans, I, he rarely, rarely wants me to wash them. His jeans we wash, no joke, probably like twice a year. And um, once he got, once he started getting like a couple nice pairs of jeans, we found out that you're really not supposed to wash your jeans very often. Yeah. Um, so when I do wash those, I will hang dry those. Um, but that's about it. I don't, I don't hang dry very much. Have you ever done the vinegar soaks to keep the color in jeans? No. I've heard that, and I used to do it all the time with new pants. I just haven't for a while. Um, I've heard that if you soak them in vinegar, it's supposed to set the color. The dye a little better? Better. Yeah. Interesting. Cool. So, I don't know. Um, I remember whenever Jared first got some really nice jeans that we did like some kind of situation in the bathtub where we like soaked them in a bathtub. <laughs> it was like all kinds of a rigmarole for that. <laughs> haven't bought any nice jeans in a long time, so we haven't done that. But um, yeah, I do remember one time that we like went through a whole deal with a new pair of jeans. But yeah. Yeah, jeans do fade pretty quick. Brian got me a two pair after I had styrol, which wasn't that long ago. What is he? Five months. And I mean, they're already faded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What kind of jeans do you like? Do you have a certain well, brand that you like? Um, I have been sticking with H&M for the last couple of years just because they have such comfortable ones. Mm -hmm. um, I really, really like Gap's though. And I, there's a Gap outlet here. So quite often when I can get in there regularly, I can find some nice jeans for like nine bucks or less. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I prefer the, I definitely prefer like the gap style, but, um, those are sometimes a little more like tailored and, um, like formal of mm -hmm. jeans, if that makes sense. But like my everyday, I'm going out in the yard, I'm going hiking. I will just get H and M stuff for that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't have like a certain brand that's my always go-to. Um, mm -mm. I really, okay, there's certain ones that it's just like, this is pricey. I'll probably never get it, but maybe one day. Um, and I really want a pair of a gold age shorts for the summer. They're so cute and I love them. Um, I've never even heard of that. Yeah, they're really cute. Um, but it's a brand that we carry at Eccentrics and it's, they're really Oh, okay. So, um, but I usually get my jeans at Eccentrics and, um, we carried a bunch of different brands there. So I've got a few of different ones and I do have some that I really like, but, um, yeah, I don't have like my go-to. This is what I always get. Yeah. So I got some high-waisted jeans at my husband's request. Mm -hmm. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm always about the high-waisted jeans. Okay. Well, maybe the first time I'm trying it shouldn't be six weeks postpartum. Oh no. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> okay. So I didn't like, uh, oh my gosh, Jordan. I love my husband. I also, so I tend to go for like the, is it the, I can't pronounce it, the peplum tops that are like, okay. yeah. Okay. So a little more high waisted and then flowy after that. Yeah. So most 
parts of my jeans go with that style. So mm-hmm. now I think part of the problem is that I tried them on way too early postpartum. Yeah. But then second of all, I didn't have like a lot of shirts to go with them. Yeah. So I'm wearing them with a lot of plaid shirts, which is really cute, but I just look like a farmhand. <laughs> so, so I need to like just wear it with a t-shirt whole... and do the front tuck. Okay. I need yeah, to get, yeah. I need to, I want some, like, I want some a little bit flowier t-shirts, but some of there, so many of them are so low cut that I want like a, a higher cut one. That's still fashionable, not looking like a turtleneck. Right. Yeah. So keep an eye out. You let me know when you find okay, some well. cute ones. <laughs> I did get some, they, I got some like, what are they called? Crop tops, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. The They're shorter like tops. Summer tied crop tops. I yeah, got some from cute. Old Navy cause Old Navy's everything is on sale right now at Old Navy. Oh, really? So we'll see. It hasn't come in the mail yet, but I'm like, my husband really likes this. So I should probably figure out how to do this. Um, so is there certain things that you have in your like one day, I'm going to grab this item or I want to add this to my wardrobe list? Wardrobe list. Uh, mm-hmm. I always love nice coats. Mm-hmm. I'm always a sucker for nice coats. Um, I wish I had some more like wool sweaters that were really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause it's hard to look pretty. And I just feel like winter feminine winter stuff is so expensive. Yeah. I really like some of the Garnet Hill stuff. Never heard of this. Um, I saw a gal in, I think it was banana Republic. I like, I tend towards that style, like banana Republic style. Um, okay. but she had on the cutest skirt and it was from Garnet Hill and I had never heard of it before. And so I ended up getting one of their magazines. I've never bought anything from them because they're mm-hmm. so expensive, mm-hmm. but I do like some other stuff. Okay. I feel like, I mean, I don't even, this is the weird thing about me and you, Lexi. We don't, we don't see each other. We've been around each other in real <laughs> life one time. I don't really even know what your style is like. And I mean, um, like we're posting full body pictures of each other. How would you, how would you describe your style? Um, kind of like, it's hard to describe really. I don't know. Like, mm, casual, like I like a good pair of ripped jeans and vans and, um, graphic (laughs) t-shirt and maybe some overalls or, um, like free people slash technology type. Uh-huh. I feel like you're more like Banana Republic, which I've never bought anything from in my entire life. Yeah. Okay. So I guess this kind of describes me when I told Brian I spent my birthday money on a new pair of shoes. He opened the box and he was like, oh, I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm like, what did you think I bought? He said, I thought you bought some stilettos or something. I was like, no, I bought some leather loafers. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, so yeah. I, I don't know. I like to look like a librarian. Yeah. I don't know how else to put it. Okay. I like, um, I have, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Do I feel I like there's regularly? definitely certain things from both of our wardrobes that would be crossover things. I think yes, like vintage stuff. Yes. We both like things that are like, look like the 1950s and feminine and that kind of thing. But I feel yeah. like everyday attire, you may tend more towards like wool sweater type and I make it more towards like a band t-shirt I'm wearing a wool sweater right now so yeah (laughs) I don't so what I don't like about the style though is that um sometimes it can become almost a little androgynous 
if that makes sense. Hold on just a second, Jared. Interrupt. Okay. 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 All you have to do is scrub the spots with dishwashing detergent and put stain remover on it and immediately put it back in the washing machine. And good well, praise God. Jared just came down with an emergency hot tip for our laundry episode. <laughs> He's been what wanting, was Jared's tip? He's been wanting this light blue fishing type of fabric shirt. Fishing oh, shirt yes. type fabric. And he got mm -hmm. it today at Walmart. And he came home and he was like, I'm going to wash this right now. And he like threw a load in and just drizzled fabric softener on top. And I was like, was that just fabric softener? I was like, you got to put that in the ball. It'll stain the clothes. <laughs> and so on my way coming down the steps to record, he was like devastated because he pulled <gasps> the shirt out and it stained it. The fabric <gasps> stained it. Oh, no. And so anyways, he just came down with a hot tip because I told him to Google it and see what you're supposed to do. And he said, a little bit of dish soap and Ooh. stain remover and scrub the spots and put it immediately back in the um, washing machine. And he took, said it took it right out. So Oh, that's it probably cuts the grease or the oiliness of it. Yeah, yeah. So thank God for that. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, but um, what were we just talking about? Oh, what about androgynous? Our styles. Oh, I was just saying, like, the classic tailored look can sometimes – at least I feel like a lot of the stores like Gap and Banana Republic the last couple of years have mm. gone almost towards an androgynous. Yeah. I think a lot of look. stuff is right now. Oh yeah. Style. Tons mm -hmm. of stuff. So I've, I've, the last couple of years I have spent most of the time shopping at anthropology for their sales because they have so much of their stuff is just so feminine, feminine and yeah, frilly yeah, in a yeah. good way because that's not usual anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, there's been like, maybe twice in my life that I've actually been able to buy anything at anthropology because it is so expensive, but you it's so have beautiful. A store by you? Yeah. In St. Louis we do. Okay. I just, we, cause I've said this before. We like to go to Salt Lake city a lot as a family. So mm -hmm. I just frequent their sales and yeah. there's, I think it's once a quarter, they put all of their clearance stuff on an additional 40% off. So oh, nice. I, I'm usually able to get like top blouses the jeans oh, cool. I have on right now are from there they were oh. $9.99 oh my gosh um, tell I me what that happens tops. okay Did I will order them online um no I like to go in the store because there's just their clothes fit so weird sometimes yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> so I just go in there but um they're they're having a sale right now actually hmm. probably because of coronavirus but that's that's how I shop there is I just wait for that yeah. one clear yeah that's amazing yeah, because then that's totally doable. And I've been able to just add like one or two um, more formal pieces mm -hmm. for the year, if that makes sense. Yeah. That so, dress you just got. Where was that dress from? That dress you sent me a picture of? What dress? Remember you sent me a picture of that dress that was like plaid and adorable? Oh, oh, that was from Mod Cloth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We both yeah, Mod Cloth. Yeah, I guess I have been changing to shopping online because it's hard to shop with kids. <laughs> yeah, for real. But um, yeah, so this was a bit of laundry thrown in with a bit of clothing. So it's <laughs> all right. Um, so any other hot tips for clothing your family? Okay, I was just reading something yesterday that I'm like, why did this not ever occur to me? She was a Catholic mom of, I think, nine. She was talking about the issue with socks. 
Okay. She was saying just buy all of the same sock multiple times so that, that if one gets a hole or one gets lost, you can eventually repair the single socks. I have never, ever even thought of that before. Wait, what now? If it, so you can just match them with a separate one? Is that what you mean? Yeah. So if you're like constantly losing one sock. Oh, yeah, yeah. No deal. Yeah, because it's not like you have a yellow sock and a brown sock. You have just (laughs) that is very smart. Yep. So I'm gonna start doing that. (laughs) That is very smart. I love it. Hot tip: buy all the same socks. Yep. Even Daphne, I've kind of started to do the same with her because, well, I don't want the boys wearing her purple bunny socks around. So if they all wear gray, though, it's not such a problem. (laughs) Yeah. Socks a sock. All right. Well, yep. thanks for listening, everyone. Happy laundry. Send us your hot tips on what you guys do. Um, if anybody knows how to make laundry super fun, you just let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Fruitful and Fearless podcast. This show is a part of the ministry of the Shepherd's Crook. The Shepherd's Crook exists to remind pastors of Jesus through care, coaching, resources, and events. We have also started the Shepherd's Crook for Wives. Jordan and Lexi are contributing articles to the site, and you can find all the information at theshepherdscrook.co.